Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, there they crucified him, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Christ of God, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth. Today you will be with me in paradise. Thank you very much, Charlotte, for reading. Uh, Good uh, morning. It's great to uh, welcome you as well. Can I add my uh, welcome to Paul's? Uh, My name's Peter Bramhall. I'm the student worker here at Christchurch Forward. It's uh, great to welcome you to our Good Friday service. Um, But as I uh, begin and as I uh, have a time to think about why Good Friday, uh, maybe with the people around you, uh, share something with them, something that you think is good. Uh, What things do you think uh, are good? So have a few minutes doing that and then we'll have a think about that together. Let's come back together again. There's loads of things in there that are good. Uh, I'm sure you shared lots of different things. I heard uh, people in the front talking lots about food, uh, chips and chocolate and all those different things. Uh, food can be great, can't it? It can be good. Or clean kitchens can be good. Or hospitals can be good. Uh, we can have uh, good sunshine. Uh, I wonder if you've got this. I wonder if you have a good boy or girl in your class. Everybody knows that they're the good boy and girl. But see, have you ever thought about what makes things good? What makes things uh, to be good and other things to be bad? Uh, Do you know, it might be good because it makes us or others happy. Uh, So sunshine makes me happy. Uh, Football or board games or or good books, they can make us happy, bring us pleasure. Or maybe it's because it has to do with being good in a sense of being the right thing to do. And so that good boy or girl in your class, uh, they're good because they do the right things. Uh, They listen to the teacher and do what the teacher says. You see, good in a a moral category. Uh, Or you could say something is good because it does the job it was designed for. And so I've got a really good garden fork because it digs the ground really well. It does the job it was designed for. Or maybe you've got good colouring pencils because they colour in really well. It does the job well. You see, there's lots of reasons, isn't there, why things might be good. But have you ever wondered why we call this Good Friday? Why is Good Friday good? You see, Good Friday is the day when we remember Jesus dying on the cross. And it doesn't seem to quite fit, does it? 
Jesus dying on the cross and we say this is Good Friday. You see, Jesus' death is not good in moral categories. Jesus never did anything wrong. He was good and yet he was dying as a criminal on the cross. Now I can remember getting into trouble for doing things wrong. I think the first time I can remember was when I was in reception at school. We'd had PE and we'd gone off to the, uh, the sports hall. Our sports hall at our primary school was brilliant. We used to have these really long ropes that hung from the ceiling and you could climb right to the top. And if you were really good, you could go over the top and then uh, shimmy back down the other side. Well, after P had finished one day, I remembered we went back to the class and I was one of the first there. I got to the class and I jumped up onto the table and ran across the top of my table and sat in my seat. Now, I would have got away with it if it wasn't for Grant Denham. I've never forgotten Grant Denham because he told the teacher and I got into trouble for it. And looking back, I deserve to get into trouble for that. I'd done something wrong. But when we look at Jesus as he dies on the cross, Jesus had never done anything wrong. Now one of the criminals who hung there with him says that very thing. He says, I'm getting what I deserve, but this Jesus, he's done nothing wrong. Doesn't seem very good, does it? Jesus dying on the cross and yet he never did anything wrong. He never once disobeyed his parents, never once told a lie, Never once hit somebody because he was angry. Never once told tales about someone else. Never once cheated. Never once had an affair. Never once thought about people in the wrong way. Never once used people to get ahead. Never once said to God, I don't want to do what you say, I want to do what I say. Never once said to God, I think you're bad and I want to follow my own rules. Although he faced the same temptations as us, he never once did anything wrong, and yet he died on the cross. We call it Good Friday. And you see, it isn't good because it made Jesus happy either. As we see Jesus dying on the cross, we see people laughing at him, saying things to hurt him. And the word the Bible uses is that they mocked and they sneered at him. Or they hurled insults at him. Making fun of somebody in a cruel way. Being mean to people. Saying words which are meant to hurt them. Now there is times, isn't there, when people do things which are quite funny. I remember somebody walking into a lamppost. And we we all laughed as they walked into a lamppost. It was funny. But you see, that's not mocking them. You see, but other times... We can laugh at people and we can call people names, can't we, so that it hurts them, designed to make them feel bad. I remember going home once from school and crying with my mum because all my friends said they didn't want to be my friend and they were calling me names. It hurts. And that's what's happening to Jesus. All the people around the cross are making fun of him as he dies on the cross. The religious leaders laughed at him. They thought he wasn't possibly the Christ who he said he was, and so they laughed at him that he was dying on the cross. The soldiers who put him up on the cross laughed at him and said he can't really be a king. One of the criminals who hung there with Jesus hurled insults at him. 
see, everyone was mocking Jesus with cruel insults. They didn't think Jesus was very special. They certainly didn't think Jesus was a king. And yet we call it Good Friday. And we start to see why we call it Good Friday and the way that the other criminal responds to Jesus. Did you notice as we were reading how very different the other criminal is? Everyone else is making fun of Jesus, mocking at him, sneering at him, hurling insults at him. And the other criminal, he says that he tells the first criminal off. He rebukes him. He says he's wrong. Did you see what he says? Verse 40. Don't you fear God, he said, since you're under the same sentence. We are punished justly for we're getting what our deeds deserves. But this man's done nothing wrong. It's quite surprising in the context as everybody else is making fun of Jesus in that cruel way. But this criminal says Jesus was good. He's done nothing wrong. And he knows that he's done something wrong. He's getting what he deserves, he says. No wonder here who's ever got into trouble for something or done something wrong. And as you look back, you think, yeah, I deserve to get into trouble for that. It was right that I I deserved that. I'd done something wrong. See, this criminal knows as he is punished for his crime, he's getting what he deserves. But then he says something which is really surprising. Did you see it there in verse 42? He says to Jesus then, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Remember me, he says to Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. I wonder if this is what you might say to a dying man. Remember me. Do I remember being with my grandpa as he was nearing his death? He'd had a stroke and he was in his 90s and he was in hospital and I'd gone to visit him. And I loved my grandpa very much. Do you know, my grandpa, he always had one of, these fing- one of the tops of one of his fingers was missing. It always been missing. And I thought, I'm sure he told me once that he got it shot off in the war. And that was his war wound, that the top of his finger was gone. Um, but apparently he just got it stuck in a machine. Um, <laughs> you see, as he was in his hospital bed, as he was nearing his death, I spoke to him about his Christian faith. I, I encouraged him about the strong refuge that we have in Jesus. You know, I read to him Psalm 46. Do you remember that psalm? God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of its sea, though its waters quake and foam. You see, I was encouraging my grandpa to remember that he trusted in God. The God that he had prayed to every day, reminding him, he trusted in him and that God could be trusted as he feared death. But you know what never occurred to me to say to him was, Grandpa, remember me. It doesn't seem the right thing to say to a dying man, remember me. I could, remember, I could imagine him saying to me, remember me for the rest of your life. But for me to say to a dying man, remember me, doesn't seem to quite fit, does it? But that's what the criminal is asking the dying Jesus to do. Remember me, Jesus, when you come into your kingdom. Remember me on the other side of death, Jesus. Jesus, I know that you're dying, but please remember me. 
Remember me after you die. It seems silly, doesn't it? Jesus, you look defeated and done, dying on that Roman cross. It looks like the people are right, that you can't be the Christ, a king. And yet, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And you know, a person who has a kingdom is a king. He is saying, Jesus, you look weak and powerless, and yet I know that you are King Jesus, and so remember me. We look at the cross and it seems that Jesus has failed. The mocking crowds have got it right. He cannot be the one to save. And yet this criminal says, remember me. It's quite powerful, isn't it? Do you not like to be remembered? Now this week we've been away at a Christian conference. um, And on the the last day I met somebody that I've not uh, seen for 15 years. I saw him in the swimming pool. um, And I uh, saw, I I think that's Keith. I was saying to Kirsty, I think that might be Keith. And so I went across to him and I tentatively said, Keith, um, and he had turned round and, and he lit up. He said, oh, Peter, great to see you. And he remembered me. It was, it was great to be remembered by him. And this man asked Jesus to remember him and remarkably, Jesus says that he will. You see what he says in verse 43. Staggering, stunning words. Jesus said to him, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus can and will remember him, that this man will be with Jesus in paradise, remembered by him. Do you remember the psalm, Psalm 103, which says these words, as for man, his days are like grass, he flourishes like the flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it's gone and its place remembers it no more. And yet we are remembered by Jesus. His dying on the cross allows us to be remembered by Jesus and taken to be with him in paradise forever with him. As he bears the pain of injustice and suffering for us on the cross so that we might be free, so that we might be remembered by him. You see, why is Good Friday good? Well, it's for this reason, that we can be free, that we can be remembered by King Jesus forever, never forgotten, but as those who are free and clean with him. You see, the question is, though, how will you respond to Jesus on the cross? You see, will you be like the crowds, the religious leaders, the soldiers, the other criminal who mock Jesus? Or are we going to be like the second man who cries, Jesus, remember me. Remember me. 